0: Lamed Zayin. I'm with Bey's About a uh, little more than halfway down at the new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Evid Shanishba uhu. If you had a Evid Kanani. Um, who was taken captive and then redeemed. Let's say by uh, other Jews. Well. It sort of depends why they redeemed him. If they were redeeming him so that he would be a slave, he is enslaved. If they redeemed him so that he should be a free man, he is not to be enslaved. And we'll see in the Gemara uh, what exactly the parameters of this case are. Raban Shuma ben Gamliel, the second snake opinion. We boxed his name. Imer ben Kachu ben Either way, Yishta he is to be enslaved. Now, the Gemara wants, as is uh, necessary to this Mishnah, what is the background? What's going on? A little bit more details. May I ask, Kinan, if you want to say it's lifnei, I double underline the word lifnei. If what's going on here is before the original Jewish owner of this slave gave up hope, then three words in a phrase marking, if he's redeemed by someone else, so that he should be a free man, why would the original master not be able to keep him as a slave, that can't be, he wasn't miyayesh, any item that is rightfully owned by someone and not miyayesh, it's that person's item. Ella, if you want to say, I double underline, la'achar, yeush. just that word, la'achar, uh, if you want to say it's after yeush, then we have another difficulty, um, when it said, here's two words in a phrase mark, lishum eved, that if it's redeemed as an eved, Ama Why exactly should he be as a a an evet? He was uh, his rightful owner uh, was uh, miyayish forever founding him, and now he's redeemed. He should be free. So uh, we have two approaches here. Amar Abaye. I circled Abaye. Put a number one in the margin and on the third wide line, or wider line, which is about six lines later. Last word on a line is la'ilam Before that is rava. I circled rava. I put a number two in the margin. Two approaches. Abaye and rava. Here's the abaye approach to understand the Mishnah. Amra abaye la'ilam lifne yeyush. And I double underline the word lifne. It's before the uh, owner of this slave that had been taken captive is miyayesh Now let's go over. There were two phrases in the Mishnah. If he is redeemed L'shumeved, or if he is redeemed L'shume Ben-Chairin. Kolon L'shumeved, which I squeal in L'shumeved, Yishtabed. So if he is redeemed, um, he and the intention is he should be redeemed as an Eved, who does he go back to serve? Yishtabed the Rabbi Rishon, his original owner. Kam L'shume Ben-Chairin, I squeal in L'shume Ben-Chairin. What does it mean if he's redeemed as a Ben-Chairin? Lo Yishtabed, that's what he said, lo Yishtabed in the Mishnah. Lo L'Rabbi Rishon, ve lo L'Rabbi Okay, and the rabbi Shani here is we're going to call the person who paid money to redeem him, um, the rabbi Yisheni, the potential new master. Why colon rabbi Yisheni low to the new person, the one who just paid the money to get this slave redeemed, Dahalashun ben parke, because he redeemed him to be a free man. What about though to the original owner? The original owner never gave up hope of getting him back and now he's redeemed. Rabbi Rishon continues the Gemara. Now this is a kiddie, by the way. Nami Loi. Why? Why if a Jewish slave owner had his slave taken captive and then somebody else pays money and the Jewish slave owner never gave up hope? Why? Here's why. Dilma Mimnii parki Cause you never know if that's the case, that um, maybe people will restrain themselves from paying good money for a evid, knowing that they is just going to go back into servitude to his rabbi Rishon. And therefore, we said, if someone puts up money for a evid kanani that was taken uh, captive from a Jewish owner and wants it to be Lashem ben Charn, that that evid will actually go free. Okay, that was the mission. We had a second opinion of the mission. I put right angles here. Rabshum and Gamliel. I underline and Gamliel. Rabshum and Gamliel says, either way, whether it was redeemed, Shum Eved or Lashum Ben Chirin, Yishta Abed, he goes back to serve the original owner. Now, the reason is, Kesavar, that's because Rabshum and Gamliel is of the opinion. And I actually um, box this off to our Circle Drava in the next line, which is a quote from the Toisefta: Sefta, Kishem and just like if a full-fledged Jew gets taken captive, there's a mitzvah to redeem them, kach mitzvah as ha'avad, also a mitzvah um, to redeem the slaves. Okay? Uh, and, and, and therefore, uh, according to Shemam Leo ben Benkah. ben kach, he it'll go back to serve the Rabo because the Rabo was never Miyayish. Rav has a different understanding of the Mishnah. Rav is not going to go through the whole Mishnah differently because Rava, who we circled what's going on in the Mishnah is after the original rightful Jewish owner of this slave, the slave was taken captive, then the owner gave a pope. Uh, he declared, or whatever it was, we know he has uh, no, he, he 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 threw his arms up in the air and said, That's it, I have no. Uh, 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 feelings I'm ever going to get that slave back, I'm miyayish. And therefore, if he was redeemed, Lashum evad, I squiggle on Lashum evad, yishtabed, now who's that to be, be mishtabed to? Well, to the rabbi Shani, who just paid uh, good money to redeem this evad. However, if the person who just paid good money is redeeming him, l'shum ben chayrin, I squiggle on l'shum ben chayrin, lo yishtabed, then the slave served not the rabbi yishtabed, the Rabbi Shani, colon. The Rabbi Shani, you know why the Rabbi Shani know? Because the guy just paid money to have him be a free man. And the Rabbi Rishain, why not go back to the Rabbi Rishain? loy, he won't go back as a slave. Because the Rabbi Rishain, the original rightful owner, was Mi'ayish. Now, quote Rishim Gamliel, I put right angles in from Rishim who we underlined, Benkachu Benkach, Yishtabed, Either way he will go back and be the evid of the original uh, master, and that is like Hiskia. What does Hiskia say? Damar Kiska, we underland Hiskia's name. Mimnema Amru Why did they say that? Because this would be a pretty easy way for a slave, to get free. He'll just have himself taken captive. Every slave will just go and, and cause himself to literally, like, fall to the invading uh, Goyim or to people who would take him captive. And that would be an easy way to get out of um, his avdus, to free him from his master. Period. We have a Teneic source, which uh, we'll analyze. Teneic source goes just over line, it starts here. And we'll see that... Uh, at least according to one of the two approaches, either by a it might be a little bit difficult. Says the snake source. Amar lahen Reb Shimon Leil says to the uh, rabbanan. Um, now, when he's saying this, it kind of implies that this is the reason, and like basically, there's no other reason, or this is definitely like the main or central reason. Necharen just like it is a um, mitzvah. Uh, for Jews, raise money to redeem a uh, regular old free 100% natural born Jew, so too it's a mitzvah to redeem the slaves. Well, let's see that now in light of Abaye and Rava. Now, Abaye did actually bring this in in his explanation, so it's probably going to be working well for Abaye. He's the one who said the whole Mishnah's case was that the original rightful Jewish owner of this slave was not miyayesh, hainu dika amar, that's why Rosh and Gamliel would say, the kesheim, dot, dot, dot. And I, I put that in right angles, that he gives this explanation, and this explanation makes sense. He's not chosheish, Rishim and Gamliel, that is, that, oh, people might not redeem him, because there's a mitzvah to redeem him. Ela rava let's analyze that, though, in light of Rava's explanation, who says that the Mish's case is la'achar yeush. Oh, if it's after Yehush, then hi Kishem, just like it's a mitzvah, a mitzvah, it has nothing to do with a mitzvah. Mishum Dechizkiyahu. Remember, Rava explained Roshim Gamliel going according to chizkiyah. It has nothing to do with the kishame. Well, how would Rava answer that? I assume if it's not going to say Rava Amar, whoever was around, so Amar Alachra, Rava would tell you if he was here to defend his opinion. Roshim Gamliel, that when Roshim Gamliel said what he said, he was not absolutely clear what the Rabbanon held. And therefore, he's going to hit him from both sides. When he said what he said, this is essentially the way to understand it, colon. I don't know if you're talking about and therefore, if what you Rabbanon said is before yeush, well, I got this Hainu and then a phrase marking around, like just like it's a mitzvah to redeem, full-fledged Jews is a mitzvah to redeem. Uh, half Jews like Evid Kananis, and therefore that'll take care of that. but if what you're talking about says Roshamil to the Rabbanan is after the um Rishon was Kam Kamrisu, then Kedich Okay. Kama. Let's analyze Rava. Ula Rava da Amar, according to Rava who explained that the Tanakama held it was La Akhar Yeush, in other words and when he was redeeming the slave after Yeyush and doing it L'shem evid that it goes to the Rabbi Shani. That's very nice that this Rabbi Shani paid, I don't know, $1,000 to redeem the slave. But who exactly legally is the Rabbi Shani acquiring the evid from? Rabbi Shani, Miman Kanila, he's paying $1,000 to who? Mishabai from the uh, captors? Well, one second, is this rightfully the slave of the captors? Can the captors uh, uh, take the money and, and legally transfer the slave to this, uh, this new guy who's paying the money, this new Jew, Shabai, Gufei, Mikanilei? Did they ever acquire this, uh, uh, this Evid as, as an Evid? And can a guy even be kind of an Evid? Now, there's two ways that we know that a person can, so to speak, Kona someone else. They can be Kona them. Like their guth actually own their physical body, and then they can come to them on a lesser way for their maiseyadayim, for the, the work benefit that they could offer. So the Gemara answers that uh, actually, yes, the uh, captors were kind of this eved in They uh The non-Jewish captors um, acquired him through uh, taking him captive for his work. Um, ability to work, his ability to basically, his uh, mysia daim, that benefit to them. Dama and it's going to take a little while to develop this point, maybe about 10 lines. How do you know that Gentile number one can acquire another Gentile, not fully necessarily, but at least for the mysia So you have Skeeter, who's the master, you have Tarun, who is the slave. that when Skeeter acquires Tyrone, he can acquire Tyrone for the benefit Tyrone offers for whatever work he's able to do. Well, like the Pasuk says, And also, the Jewish people are told, uh, from the children of the Toshavim that are living amongst you, like the people who are living in uh, Israel when the Jewish people go in, who are not seven Canaanite uh, nations, mayhem um, tiknu. That's an extra term. Now that, that's Pasuk uh, mem he, which we're quoting. In Pasuk Memdala, the Pasuk right before that, it already says mayhem tiknu evad vama. So it's an additional. I actually underline the mayhem tiknu. What do we learn from that additional phrase, mayhem tiknu? Three things. Number one, atem koinim mayhem. Number two, v'loy heim kainim mikem, and number three, v'loy heim kainim zemizet. So when you say Mayhem tiknu, is that you Jews can purchase from them, from the Gentiles. Number two, v'loy heim kainim mikem, they cannot purchase a slave from amongst you, from like the Jews. Um, and number three, v'loy heim kainim Apparently, they cannot be kind of one uh, from another if you're dealing with two kainim. Continues the Gemara, lo, maybe you would think lo yik, nu, zay, zay, that they can't acquire each other. So the Gemara says, one second, what type of question is that? One line ago, you just said they can't acquire each other. And then you're going to continue with, oh, maybe they can't acquire each other. Lo, yik, nu, zay, zay? Question mark, comma, exclamation point, ha, amris. you just said literally the phrase before that, lo, yim, kain, yim, zay, so how, how do we understand that? Let's, let's restate the third point. Here's the third point restated. When we said "lohim konim za what we meant is the lohim konim one goi cannot acquire another guy, le to own the goof of that other guy. all oh, then the question makes sense, however, if he can't acquire his goof, does it mean that Guy cannot acquire another guy for his maysia. Daim I squiggle around the yachal lo yikne Skeeter. Maybe you would think wouldn't be able to acquire Tyrone le on the even for the workability of Tyrone. Amris. So we answer uh, no. It's a kavachimer colon. Yisrael If we know there's ability of a guy to acquire a Jew as a slave on some level. Uh, for at least the daim of the Jew, like the Pasuk even talks about, that a Jew who might be enslaved to a guy, then, comma, oivet k'chavim, oivet k'chavim, like Kol all the more so that an oivet would certainly acquire an oivet k'chavim for their daim. Asks the Gemara. well, one second, ve'ema, but maybe we should say, hanimili bekaspa, that, which you say an oivet can acquire an oivet is with money, cash, like, you know, $1,000 paid in exchange for the slave. Aval uh, Bechazaka, who says that that would be the case? Bechazaka um, aloi. What would be a Chazaka? Well, that's kind of like our case, where some game come along and um, and kidnap, take captive a Jewish-owned slave. There's only a Chazaka there. There's no other Kenyan. Um, maybe, though, Bechazaka uh, loy. Well, Amar of Papa, Papa shows that uh, Chazakah would work for Gaim to acquire, at least to acquire land from other Gaim. Amayin, umayav, The Jewish people are told not to um, attack Amain or Moab when they're in the desert and they're going to go, going into Israel, not to attack those areas for various reasons. However, they did take land from Sichon, but Sihon had recently uh, conquered that land from Amayin and Moab. How could the Jewish people take land that was... I don't know, not that long ago, Amanu Moav's because Sikhin, who had captured it from them, was able to acquire it. So says Rapapa, Amon U Moav, in other words, the land which it had been owned by Amon and Moav, Tiharu was purified or was like made available by Sikhin. So what do we see? An Oivid K'chavim, can coine from another Ivil K'chavim, Karka, using a chazaka. Okay. Ashkan, Ivil K'chavim, Ivil K'chavim. That's a a uh, Guy and another guy. Ivid Khikovam like uh Nevikanani through Chazaka. where we know that. Well there's a Pasuk that says Dhsiv Mimenu Shevi, and they uh took captive from them a, a person who was captive. Period. Rav Shaman Baraba Amra I... Uh, if you have an Eved Kanani um, who escapes from where he's being held against his will, and there's an Eved Kanani who was, let's say, uh, owned by a Jew, and then he was taken captive, and now he's being held against his will, like in a uh, prison of the Gentiles. If he escapes from there, he would go free. He does not need to um, serve his master anymore. The loyoy. Not only that, Elisha the get We will actually force uh, the uh, person who was his rightful owner up until recently to write a emancipation document to allow this person to now be you a know, full fledged Jew and, and marry a, uh, a Jewish girl. Okay, that's what Rabbi Yochanan says. Tanan. We see that in light of the Mishnah. We quote uh, almost a line from the Mishnah. What did our Mishnah say? Reb Shum Gamliel Aymer Benkach Okay, well, what does that to do with Reb Yochanan? Here's what has to do with Rabbi Yochanan. Connector. Va'amar, Rabba Barbar Khanna. Amar. None other than Rabbi Yochanan himself. I circle Rabbi Yochanan again. Mishnah Seinu. You know why what Roshim Gamliel said in the Mishnah is important? Because Rabbi Yochanan tells us that wherever we have Roshim Gamliel in our Mishnah, halacha HaKam Oh, we like Rosh with three exceptions. This is not one of the exceptions. But and three different cases. This is not one of the cases. Bottom line, Rabbi Yochanan told us everywhere you see Rosh in the Mishnah, we go like him. Well, Rosh in the Mishnah told us that the slave who had been redeemed goes back to being a slave. Well, six lines ago, Rabbi Yochanan told us that the slave uh, does not go and and get enslaved again. He goes free. Now, let's see that in light of. Abaye and Rava that we had at the beginning of today's year. Bishlam, I squiggle around the Bishlam Abaye, Muki la he will establish the Mishnah's case, and that's what he did on the previous Salmud, as being Lifnei Yeyush, high and Rabbi Yochanan, who we had circled about seven lines ago, he's talking about La'achar yeush. Okay, fine. So it's achar yeyush of the rightful owner and then we'll force the rightful owner to write a get Shikhra for this evid as opposed to where it's before yeyush, we won't do that. Ella le Rava, I school on the Ella, who says to Amar, no, no, even the is talking about a case of the achar yeyush, well then kasher Rabbi beyochan if the Mish talking about the achar yeyush, then what does Rabbi Yochanan hold? Does the uh, uh, evid kanani uh, we force the master to write an emancipation document to get shichur and set him free or not? Well, Amalach Rava Rava would answer you by pointing out the following. Time am I? What's like the original reason, the original svara of Rav Shemagamliel? We saw that explained by Rava. That was because of Chizkia Mishum de Chizkia. Well, Chizkia was telling us we don't want every slave to go and uh, have themselves fall to non-Jewish kidnappers. Well, what did this guy just do? This guy just like escaped from the. Uh, non Jewish captors who, by the way, they'll kill him if they find him. By Reach and that's a much different case. Why? Common connector hashchal the He's willing to give himself. He might be killed if they find him. Apuli The guy says, "You think that's the same type of guy who would have, you know, three weeks earlier made himself available to be taken captive?" No way. Period. You can more from here till the uh, bottom of the amud uh, has three cases of various. Uh, female slaves, Amas, and uh, what happened with them when they were taken captive. So Amsay, I put a diamond around this term Amsay This is the first case. About 10 lines later, first word on the line is Alav. In the middle of that line, amsay I put a diamond around that Amse. And about 10, 11 lines after that, first word on the line is Hahi. The next word is Amsa. I put a diamond around Amsa. So we have three diamonds around our three cases. Here's the first. Amse Demar Shmuel, uh, the female... Slave of uh, Shmuel Ishtabai had uh, once been taken captive. Well, Parku uh, Ashum Amsa, some colleagues or people who knew Shmuel, they recognized this slave woman and they redeemed her to be a, a slave, Vishadruha Leyen, and sent her to Shmuel. Shalchu and they continued when they sent uh, this slave woman that they had redeemed back to Shmuel. They had the following message along with her. They said, "Anan, We hold like Shmuel, at and you, Shmuel, Enami Even if you hold like Rabbanan, Anan, we're just letting you know that when redeemed her, we redeemed her l'shum amsa la. We redeemed her to be a full fledged slave. Niala. That was the message they sent along with her. Now, in who these friends of Shmuel? Savur so were aware of the opinion that the Mishnah's case must have been Lifne before Yeush. However, in reality, this case was that Shmuel had already given up hope. The Lohi, it's not the case, rather La Shmuel had already given up hope of getting her back. Not only did Shudi Loy Mishtabeitbo that he would not be able to enslave her, Allah Gita Nami he wouldn't even have to give her a get. Because she's already totally freed. Really? Yeah, that's Shmuel Shmuel going according to reasoning. We have heard him say elsewhere, Damar Shmuel, I underlined his name again, Hamavkir Shmuel, at least is of the opinion, that if a person is mafker their evet, like he's b'yayesh, declares vilely, I have no hope of getting this person, for whatever reason, back, Not mine. mine. Yassel that evet goes free, and Enot Saruket Shichroor, doesn't even need an emancipation document. Obviously you only need an emancipation document if you have a owner. And since the owner was Mafgir, the Evid, the Evid is free. Shinamar, we know this from the Pasuk. It says, um the Ish, Evid Miknas Kesiv. I squiggle on the word ish. It could have just said the Evid any slave Miknas Kesiv, who was purchased with money. What's the Evid? Ish is coming to tell you that when is an Eved an Eved? An Eved is an Eved when they're owned by somebody. Eved ish, and it can't be though Eved Isha, because of course a woman could own a slave. Ela, Eved, rishos, the rabbi, What is the definition of a slave? A slave is someone who has the master who has control over them. In other words, he's subject that slave to an ish. Rishus However, if you have an Evid, it might be an Evid, but if he doesn't answer to anyone, that ain't no Evid. Shain Rishus Ain Karui Evid is not an Evid, and therefore like by default, doesn't need to get shikur because only a Evid needs a get Shikur. Period. Next case, de Rabbi Abba. I we had already tried um, um Diamond the Amsei and Underline Rabbi Abba. The uh, female servant of Rababa Bar Zutra, Ishtabai, was taken captive. Parkahahu Tarmudah. There was this Tarmudian, uh, I guess he was from Tarmud, who uh, redeemed this um, female slave, Lashumiteta. He figured she would make a nice wife for him. Okay. Shalhulayla um, day. The uh, Rabbanan sent a message to him, to this Rebbe Abba, the, uh, he was the slave owner of this uh, woman before she was taken captive. E. Yeus Avdis, like if Yeus is usually translated as like good or proper, uh, do you want to do and like free her from the person who bought her, then de send her an emancipation document. Okay, why exactly was that the message? What's going on over here? Heihi dummy, what's the case? Colon. E. Dematsu parki law, if um, they're able. To redeem her, then why is he sending an emancipation document de on the other hand, I e I also squiggle underline this word e deloi Matsu the case is that they're not able to redeem her like uh, he won't hear from it. Wellisha de So what if the previous owner sends an emancipation document? He doesn't want to agree to uh, have her be redeemed? Well answers. You know what the case is? Dematsu Parkila the Rabbanan would be able to redeem. Or in other words, that that Tarmudian guy could be dealt with. Um and it actually helped the negotiations tremendously. It might have actually clenched the deal, knowing that the emancipation document was sent. Kavan de la Gita de um since the previous owner, Rabbi Abba, would send this slave woman an emancipation document, meaning she's going to be a totally free Jewish woman. Khaburi ahadadi uparkila. They will join together. The I don't know the people in the city. And they'll raise the funds and they'll redeem her because they know she's going to be a free Jew as opposed to when they're trying to raise the funds so that she should just go back and be a slave woman. Eh, people aren't that willing to give in that case. Alternatively, I on the parkila. Really? They were not able to redeem her. So what does it help if he sends a emancipation document to uh, this slave who's now sort of been taken as a wife by uh, some other Tarmudian Gentile guy, Mitzalabape, well, actually, it'll do a lot, because um, you were once the slave woman of a Jew, Uh, who Maffricla, and then he will um, be willing to sell her back for whatever her value is. Really? So you're telling me if a guy hears that this was a slave woman who had owned by a Jew, he'll uh, be much more likely to let her be redeemed at her value? Really? But don't we have a, actually I think it's a Tanakh source, goes for just over a line, um, even more extreme, The base Gentile uh, approach is that the animals of Jews are more desirable to them, I, I think, uh, sexually, even more than their own wives. Eh, all the more so a slave woman, no? Well, yeah, but that which a Jewish owned, and I'm talking about a behema, or maybe a previously Jewish owned a slave woman, Hanimili Betsina, there's a lot of things that the guy will do when nobody's looking, but they do have some level of at least they used to, of public dignity of Alpha Farhesia, if it's in public zila buhumilsa. Ho ho, everyone a point. Look at that. That's like a Jewish owned animal, a Jewish owned slave. How low can ye go, Skeeter? Period. amsa, I put a diamond around the term Amsa. There was another case of a female slave, Dehavet Bepumpadisa, who was in the city of Havu Kama Avdiba in Chi Unfortunately, the male folk there were uh, taking advantage of her, and uh, I think they were sexually using her. And that's something we do not want. Amar Abaye, I circled Abaye, what did Abaye say can or should be done about this? He loved Amar Abaye says, well, if it wasn't for what we were told by Rav I know I reviewed his name. any uh, person who owns a slave and frees them violates a positive commandment. Abay says I would force the master of this uh, female slave at Kosovo, like, and, uh, to write out a um, emancipation document and free her. And when she's free, she could hook up with a husband, and he would protect her from other men taking advantage of her. But at the end of the day, Abai seems to be saying that uh, it can't be done. Ravina, however, I circled Ravina, Ravina Amar, Kiha. No, in this type of case where there's other men who are taking advantage of her, Moidu Ravihudu Ravihudu would agree, Mishum Milsa di Isura because of the Isra that's happening otherwise if this is not done. Okay, now, okay, that's what Ravina holds. Abai won't agree with that. Ask the more of Abai, Mishumi Sura, comma. Lo, he wouldn't agree that she could be freed. The Ha. Amar or Ha uh, This uh, question goes for about four lines two lines here, two lines on the Yamabase. Beis. Uh, said so it once happened that there was a uh, woman who let's say she had been owned by two masters, one master freed his, 50% of her, so that she's 50% free woman, the other master still owns her she was and they forced the rabbis, the rabbinical authorities forced the uh, one who owned her other half to free her and make her a full-fledged free woman you know why they did that because uh, there were men taking uh, sexual advantage of her, and, and that's just uh, unacceptable. Well, says the Gemara, you can't compare these two cases. Hossam, in the case you just brought of the woman who was a 50% free woman, 50% slave woman, who could be her man who would protect her? Lola, Eved, Chaziv, Lola, Ben Charen, She can't move in with the guy who's an Eved because she's half a free woman. She can't move in with a guy who's a full-fledged Jew because she's half a Eved. And therefore, the only solution was to free her. Whereas, however, Hacha, in this case, she's a full-fledged shivcha Kenainis, He could just find one of his male slaves and designate her uh, to be with that uh, male slave. He'll be her man, he'll be her protector, etc. Omanterlan, he will watch over her. Period. Gufa, we go back to something we said earlier, Am Ravid Kol Meshach any uh, person who owns a slave and goes and actively frees that slave, they're violating a Torah commandment which says, uh, Forever uh, you shall enslave them. We have a Tanaic source though that would seem to indicate otherwise It has us, uh, incident of somebody freeing their slave. Says this Tanaic source, goes for two lines, starts here, I Rabbi name, he uh, once walked into a shul, it was like him and there were eight other people there. However, he was with his Eved, so what did he do with He was Bishakra, he freed his slave. Slave becomes a full fledged Jew, and press with so his ten v'ishlim and he made the minion. Now one second, if that indi- if that is violating a mitzvah essay, how could he have done it? And just the Gemara: mitzvah shiny. Uh mitzvah, at least a mitzvah like this, which is a Mitzvah that the Rab is different than then it would be allowed. Well, Rabbanon, we bring another Tanakh source. This one goes about a line and two-thirds. Pasuk says, bahem ta'avaydu. That which the Pasuk says, they should always be enslaved to you. That's actually Rashus, That's an option. It's optional. And Rabbi Kiva says it's a Chayva. Okay. So, uh, hmm, why don't we just say it's uh, maybe Rabbi Eliezer, uh, should be the mitzvah shiny. It, 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 why don't just say he holds like Rabbi Shmuel? Well, because maybe Dilma Rabbi Elazar command to Amar that it's a rishus. Well, actually, that can't be the case. We can't say that that's what Rabbi Eliezer holds. <speaking in Hebrew> we have a Brice brisa four words. Box it off. It says Rabbi Eliezer Aimer. That's actually a chiyuv. <speaking in Hebrew> well, Amar Raba Rabba explains <speaking in> Bahani. <Hebrew> Tlas mili for the uh, following um, three things. Following really three averas. Uh, wealthy members of the community will lose their assets. Number one, uh, They uh, free their slaves. Number two, so they nixayu look They overlook over their lands, their fields, their property, their real estate on Shabbos to see what it has to be done. That not supposed to do that on Shabbos. And number three. They set their uh, meal specifically at the time that the rabbi is giving the, uh, the 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 talk in shul. There were actually two famous families. Shemesh in Jerusalem. Achas, one of them was known to to uh, set their meal time on Shabbos when the rabbi was giving the drushin shul. And uh, and the other one made their meal. They were a very wealthy family. They had a uh, fancy meal uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like all the days a week. But also on Friday, uh, late afternoon, they had a meal. And that is just not proper because you're supposed to have the proper appetite for the Friday night meal. Ushteyen, Ne'ekru. And uh, both those families were um, uprooted. Adkan.